following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. to a reaction Monday edition of Main Street Sports today. We'll react to a crazy weekend of sports, including top SEC teams bidding farewell to the NCAA. Zach Womble with Main Street Preps joins the conversation on the Vols' exodus. Vandy knocks out the top-seeded Flyers from Dayton in the NIT, plus reaction to the Blue Cross Championships over the weekend. And as always, some baseball talk. That and more on this reaction Monday edition of Main Street Sports today for March 21st. 2022. Now to the guys that have an extra spring in their step with the new season, the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. <sighs> what a weekend it was. Some We told you on Friday it was going to be a crazy weekend. I We warned you. If you did not listen to us, that is, well, not on us. I think it was still a little wilder than, than even we had anticipated, though. It, it was, in fact. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We'll get into all of it. We'll react to NFL free agency. We'll react to more information. Well, at least the other side of the story. In the Freddie Freeman saga, as it continues, all that and so much more on this Reaction Monday. And it will be a lot of reactions coming your way. But before we do that, before we do anything else, we've got to go ahead and get it out of the way. JP, we're sending it to you for the results and today's schedule for the rundown. This is The Rundown. Let's do it. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy, providing a Christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost. Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule an appointment for a tour today. All right, here we go. High school basketball. From the Class 1A semi, uh, semifinals, since we last talked with you, uh, Peabody over Clay County was East Robertson over Hampton. And then the Class 1A finals, East Robertson gets the gold ball with a 58, uh, excuse me, 67-42 win over Peabody. Class 2A finals, East Nashville, 72-55 winners over Milan. Class 3A semifinals from Friday, Jackson Southside over Fulton in a classic 51-50. It was Greenville over Stone Memorial, 59-55. To the finals on Saturday, Greenville no problem with Jackson Southside, 77-48 the final there. 4A semifinals from Saturday in overtime, Dobbins Bennett with a buzzer beater, 70-69 over Bartlett. Bearden down Lebanon, 62-44, and it was Dobbins Bennett taking the gold ball for the first ever 4A Blue Cross State Championship, 69-60 the final there. 
High school baseball over the weekend. Station camp over Morristown East. CPA down Sevier County. It was Lebanon over Knox Halls. Montgomery Central down Seymour. Montgomery Central also fell to South Doyle. Uh, Blackman over Smyrna. Community down Colioca. Loretto defeated uh, Spring Hill in the so-called Lamb Classic. It was Murphy's. So-called. The so-called. It is actually called that, isn't it? Yeah. I forgot that it actually is called the Lamb something of that nature. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Not so called. Is called. Is, is called. called. The so called is called. <laughs> Murfreesboro Central 12 4 over Lexington. A beach down Independence. Independence shut out by Good Pasture. Clarksville Northeast over Henry County. It was Dixon County over Warren County. Pope Prep fell to Arlington. Collierville over Rossview. Providence Academy over Lebanon. Pigeon Forge down CPA. CPA, though, did get a win over Science Hill, 14-1. Bearden, 15-1 over Lebanon. Chattanooga Central in a tight 3-2 win over Mount Juliet. Uh, where's that from? Mount Juliet? C-H-E? C- what? Is that supposed to be Mount Juliet Christian, maybe? Yes. Maybe. Okay. All right, no C-H-R. worries. E and C-H-R. R next to each other. They are. No. Yeah, they are on the keyboard. Good catch. McMinn County, 5-3 <laughs> over Station Camp. Walker Valley Mount over Mount Juli- Juliet Christian. Mount Juliet's uh, coached by Shaker. <laughs> 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 I guess. I don't know. Uh, it was uh, Blackman over Dixon County. Summertown defeated East Robertson. Oakland shut out Coffee County. Tullahoma in a squeaker over Stewart's Creek. Moore County. Shutting out Zion Christian, Portland over Gordonsville, DCA shut out Summertown, Whitehouse fell big to Gordonsville, Ensworth over Columbia Central, Nolansville defeated Tullahoma, Clarksville got a uh, pair of wins, one over Summit, one over Smyrna, Dixon County over Beach, it was Henry County, 6-1 over Northeast, West Creek over Hume Fogg shutting them out, Arlington defeated Rossview, Ensworth over Independence, Watton County over Father Ryan, 5-4, Station Camp over TK. K.A. Loretto defeated Columbia Academy and MTCS over Father Ryan, 12-9. Softball over the weekend. Heritage defeated Portland. It was Macon County over Father Ryan. MTCS shut up by Macon County. Mount Pleasant with a pair of wins over Kolioka and Spring Hill. Loretto the same over Mount Pleasant and Zion Christian. Uh, Zion Christian did get a win over Community. Community got a three wins over the weekend over Kolioka, Spring Hill, Mount Pleasant. Zion Christian, another pair of wins over Community. And Loretto Powell defeated MTCS Green Hill over Oakland. Page fell to Corinth out of Mississippi. White County, 3 nothing over Page. Gibbs shut out by Riverdale. Riverdale also defeated the Lady Knights. Nolansville and Riverdale with a 1-1 draw. Weather? Yeah, it's, it's it's in pool play. They pool have play? a drop dead time gotcha. limit. All right, Rockville three nothing over Lebanon. Siegel defeated Columbia Academy. William Blunt down, uh, fell to Smyrna. Gallatin seven nothing over Bearden. Laverne shut out by Gallatin. Uh, Gallatin also defeated Cheatham County. Green Hill got Columbia Academy. Columbia Academy though defeated Wilson Central. Wilson Central defeated Siegel. Gibbs over Nolansville. Beach over Clarksville. Green Hill also defeated Clarksville. Clarksville got a pair of wins over Oakland and William Blunt. Columbia Academy defeated Dixon County and Moore County shut out Richland. On the pitch, boys soccer. Fairview over Pigeon Forge 4-1. Brentwood 1-0 over McGill Tulin and Hendersonville over McCauley 4-3. Station Camp defeated Corner. Or they tied actually Cornerstone out of Texas. Station Camp also took on Fayetteville from Arkansas and shut them out 2-0. Dixon County shut out by Daphne, Alabama. 
uh, 7-0. Brentwood over Oak Ridge. Mount Juliet over Cleveland. Siegel defeated Mount Juliet. Hendersonville over Valor Collegiate. Daphne, Alabama defeated White House Heritage. It was uh, Dixon County falling to Hilldale from Oklahoma. Mount Juliet falling to West, 1-0. It was Siegel over Cleveland. And uh, it was also Hendersonville shutting out Summit. Uh, Station Camp fell to Wando from South Carolina. Uh, And then White House Heritage also lost to Wren from South Carolina as well, the Palmetto State. College baseball, Jacksonville State sweeps Lipscomb over the weekend 3-0. Belmont defeated Wofford 2-1 in their series. St. Louis sweeps Austin P in their three-game set. Old Dominion took 2-3 from the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee State. Tennessee swept South Carolina. Um, and uh, Division II, Treveca over Ohio Dominican. Uh, 3-1 to one in that four-game set. Cumberland sweeps Campbellsville 3-0. Juco softball, uh, baseball rather, Ball State over Columbia State in six innings, 15-5. to five. And Columbia State 5-3 over Ball State, yes. Vanderbilt also swept Missouri. This hey, there game. we go. Anchor down, baby. College softball, it was – yeah, thank you very much. Um, college softball, we got SEMO swept Tennessee State in a three-game set. North Florida took two of three from Lipscomb. Belmont sweeps Austin P in three games. MTSU down Southern Miss uh, got two of three. Arkansas got two of three from Tennessee. Division two, Treveca swept Kentucky Wesleyan in a two-game set. Cumberland defeated Pikeville. Three of four, and in Juco, Ball State swept Columbia State in two games. NCAA men's basketball, the NCAA tournament, Michigan, the 11 seed over the three-seeded Volunteers of Tennessee, 76-68. to In the NIT, Vanderbilt took down the top-seeded Dayton Flyers in overtime, 70-68, to and MTSU down California Baptist, 64-58 down in Florida. Uh, NCAA Women's Tournament, Tennessee over Buffalo, 80-67. to Belmont defeated Oregon in double overtime, 73-70. to NBA action, uh, the Grizzlies fell to the Hawks, 120-105. to and But they did get the Rockets, 122-98. Uh, to The Predators got a win over Toronto, 6-3. And MLS over the weekend, Nashville fell to Real Salt Lake, 2-1. Looking to today, the schedule, high school baseball. Yeah, we're just to the today now. East Robertson has Westmoreland. Stewart's Creek and Blackman will play. Summertown at Lawrence County. That's a spicy game. Riverdale at Oakland, extra spicy. Glencliff at Stratford. Collinwood hosting Zion Christian. Eagleville welcomes Murfreesboro. Central Kolioka is at Fayville today. Gallatin welcomes Friendship Christian. Mount Pleasant at Hampshire. Lebanon takes on Cookville Community and Richland will play. Tennessee Heat at Santa Fe. Station Camp takes on Friendship. Uh, Christian Fairview at Sycamore Summit at Brentwood. Independence welcomes Marshall County. John Overton hosts Hillwood. Centennial is at Nolansville. Ravenwood welcomes Smyrna. Creekwood is at Waverly. McCracken County, Kentucky, is at Clarksville as they get across the uh, state line there. Uh, It is Clarksville Academy at Springfield today. Pope Prep welcomes Father Ryan. Uh, FRA at Columbia Academy, doubleheader action on a beautiful Monday afternoon. PGA at Grace Christian MTCS um, is hosting Providence Christian at the Jim Painter Classic. Franklin at Columbia Central and Spring Hill will take on Huntsville from Alabama. That Huntsville. Uh, High school softball, Columbia Academy at Coffee County. Blackman welcomes 
Rockvale, Laverne hosts Friendship Christian, Riverdale at Oakland, Zion Christian at Spring Hill. It is Cullioca versus Moore County. Siegel and Eagleville will play Lebanon and Gallatin. Summit at Green Hill. Loretto hosts Wayne County. Mount Pleasant at Richland. Santa Fe welcomes Lewis County. East Robertson at Station Camp. Smyrna at Brentwood. Columbia Central hosts Shelbyville. Page at Independence. Fairview's at McEwen. Waverly will host Northeast. Ravenwood at Lipscomb Academy. Nashville Christian is at Ezel Harding today. And boys soccer on the pitch. Columbia Central at Coffee County. It is East Robertson hosting Knowledge Academies. Zion Christian at East Hickman, CPA at Page, and Columbia Academy travels to the Webb School. College baseball, Faulkner at Cumberland today should be underway. First pitch scheduled for two. NCAA men's basketball, MTSU versus the Terriers from Boston U. That's at 5 o'clock today. Uh, Tell me the name of this tournament again, the C what? CBI. CBI tournament. College basketball invitation. There you go, down in Florida. So uh, Blue Raiders playing NCAA women's basketball, Belmont and Tennessee tonight at six at six thirty. It is Wake Forest at MTSU and the WNIT and Liberty at Vanderbilt at seven. NHL, the Preds out on the left coast in Anaheim to take on the Ducks nine p.m. Central on Bally Sports South. That is your Monday rundown. How come it's okay to say left coast but not left side of Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I got I got pretty well drilled for that. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, I think that was just you. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's just you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, what a great uh, what what an incredible rundown that was. I, I don't know how you did it. JP, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was it was more than I cared to write, much less say. Ah, <laughs> uh, so well done. JP is a trooper. <laughs> he really I'm here is. For you. I'm uh, here for you. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Our, our top story today it comes from the National Football League, and we will get into it much deeper than we have time for now. But Matt Ryan is headed to the Colts, so stick around. In <laughs> the second half, we will have our thoughts on what that means for the Titans. So. But first, Zach Womble, he's going to join us to talk about Tennessee. Normally, we would have Zach on to talk about high school sports in Sumner County, and I'm sure that there will be something said about high school sports in Sumner County, but... Chris, let me read between the lines of what you're saying. You're providing a noose is what you're providing. That's exactly what I... I'm I'm giving him just enough rope. Just enough rope. (laughs) Uh, But he's going to talk a little uh, Tennessee basketball and what happened over the weekend, so we'll get to it. Uh... Come back with us here on Main Street Sports Day. We'll be back. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. Glad to have you with us here on this Reaction Monday as we have plenty to react to. Going to get into the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament here momentarily. Obviously, there will be some Major League Baseball talks. High school sports coming up as well. NFL and much more. Don't forget about our 30-second takes in Segment 6, but there will be also a few things that go around the rest of the Southeastern Conference in hoops, which, well, is quite simply nowhere near what we touted right here on this show. So, I've been, I look, we've been wrong enough times that it is what it is. We're going to say what we think, and if we're wrong, we're wrong. It happens. Same can be said for some of our current guests on the line <laughs> we've only got one but yeah sometimes when you're wrong you're wrong but we're gonna give zach womble a chance to defend himself today on saturday zach tweeted that you know and and not just zach i want to i want to say this this is not a zach womble take this is a take that is very popular across a lot of folks in our world and beyond doesn't make it right says that you know this this loss here is because rick barnes just can't he can't win in the tournament i was obviously just as angry as Zach was at the time, but I felt like it was on the the players, and he said he felt like it was on Coach Barnes, and I asked him to defend his take. He said, hey, just have me on your show. I'll defend it. So So here he is. You're on the show. Zach. Defend it. Defend your stance. I'm here for it. Well, guys, to be honest with you, I think you look at the last 25 years, and that that speaks for itself. I mean – this is a guy that uh, routinely struggles in the month of March, and and you say, well, wait a minute, they they won the SEC tournament for the first time in in forty three years. Well, who did they beat in the SEC tournament that you hang your hat on? Is it the team that lost to St. Peter's in the first round? And I know St. Peter's went on to beat the mighty Murray State Racers in the second round, but I'm gonna you know, stop you for a second <laughs> because I'm, I'm sorry. Who, who who did you want them to beat? 
listen, you can only beat who is in front of you. Oh, exactly. Right? <laughs> but they but they were aided in other teams losing. I mean, playing Texas A&M, a team that, you know, got into the not-in tournament for the championship, <laughs> it would have looked better had they played somebody like an Arkansas or an Auburn or somebody like that. So, yes, you can only beat the teams that are in front of you, but let's not pretend the road to the championship was um, – was all that difficult, if you will. I mean, the, the teams that they played outside of Kentucky, and again, a team that lost to a 15-seed St. Peter's team, uh, wasn't all that great. You lost, you beat Mississippi State, who fired their coach, Kentucky, who uh, routinely is a good team, and then you play Texas A&M, who wasn't even good enough to make it into the NCAA tournament. Eh, based on... <sighs> Based on a few people's opinion, I, th- I think we we all here agree. I don't know about you, Zach. The Texas A&M deserved to be in the tournament at, at yeah, the time. Sure, I mean, at the time. Now looking back at the SEC, I don't think shoot, anybody, I don't deserved, know if anybody deserved to be, be in the, the tournament. tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can argue that, and, and I'll and I'll listen to it. You know, who who would they have gone in place of? I'm not really sure. I, I you know, Alabama you can argue for one. that they should have been in the tournament. Do what? Alabama for one. Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so, just, um, I'm just trashing on Bama. Don't worry. Uh, you know, but anyway, to, to my point about the NCAA tournament, um, you know, they were up, what, six to eight, six to eight points with eight minutes to go. Michigan switched to a zone, a zone defense, and Rick Barnes just had no answer for it. And I, and I made the, the comment uh, around halftime when it was a close game to some buddies that I was scared to death because I knew that Rick was going to have to make adjustments and I knew he wouldn't, I knew, I knew his team would not make adjustments. And did they miss some open threes? Yes. Should they have taken more threes? Potentially, possibly throughout the entire game. What were they two for 18? Maybe they should, should have taken 25 and made three, four, five or six of them. Because I think if you, if you take some more threes and you, you probably make a few more, um, to, to, to maybe, you know, make up that point differential. But, you know, it, it was very clear that when it became a one-possession ball game that Jawan Howard was in a di- different stratosphere compared to Rick Barnes. And, you know, I made the off-cheat comment that if Kevin Barnes couldn't get Kevin Durant to the Final Four, what the hell was I thinking that he could get John Fulkerson to the Final Four? Um, but there's a lot of truth to that because, um, you know, that was the best Tennessee team that Rick Barnes will probably ever coach at Tennessee. You know, Kennedy Chandler is, is the best point guard that Tennessee has ever had in, in their program's history. All, all due respect to C.J. Watson, who went on to have a pretty good career in the National Basketball Association. But Kennedy Chandler is the best best point guard in team history, and he wasted a performance by Kennedy Chandler. And Kennedy Chandler is not returning um, next year. You know, and so where do they go from here? Did Ziggy, he's obviously going to be a really good piece next year. Vescovi. Obviously, a really good player that couldn't get going in the tournament. Uh, but I just think there was a lot of areas in which Rick Barnes could have helped his team out. I don't remember, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've not, I didn't go back and watch a game for the second or third time. But in the moment, once I was enough. Thinking, once was enough, exactly. But I, I can remember in the moment thinking maybe we should call a timeout here, or maybe we should try to slow it down here. And, and they never did that. He never did that. Um, you know, he did call a timeout when he was – it was a one-possession game with a minute and a half to go. He called a timeout. He set up a play. We dribbled around and got a freaking shot clock violation. That's on Rick Barnes? Potentially. How? Depending on the – How? They listen, dribbled listen. the basketball, passed it three times with open shots, and did not get a shot off after listen. a timeout. That's Chris, not it sounds like to me, it sounds like to me 
like a lot of Tennessee fans, you want to look at what who Rick Barnes is off the court. I, I'm not looking and at Rick Barnes. I did not. I, Rick Barnes did not at all factor into my decision that the players who were on the court. So you don't think the Tennessee head coach matters the basketball. at all? You don't. You don't think the head coach the, matters at all? So it was. So it was all what? like it was all the players too. When when Butch Jones was the football coach, for example, it he was never at fault, right? What I'm telling you is that there was a one-possession basketball game. Tennessee's basketball players, the five best players that they have, Jordan Josiah James, Kennedy Chandler, Ziggy Vescovy, Fulkerson, were on the floor. If there's anybody else on that bench you'd like to have on the floor instead of those five, please tell me who it would be. So when, when Ziggy got the ball at the top of the key with the shot clock running down, instead of shooting a wide-open three, he tried to drive it right. Shoot the three. Was Rick Barnes in the timeout telling him, don't shoot the three, you're two of 18? I mean, we don't know the answer I, to I that. Don't I don't know that, know the answer it, to that if you are a player with any awareness, I don't know that you necessarily need to be told, don't shoot the three, you're two of 18. Maybe Ziggy turned that shot down. Maybe he shouldn't have because I thought he should have shot it. There were three, yeah, so three I, open looks on that possession that did not get taken. Three. And why why were they not taken? They were all they were we, all long we, range shots. That's the thing. We don't know. Yeah, you know, so, maybe I mean, maybe so, they were in their head about two of eighteen. See, you know? Maybe see, Rick Barnes didn't instill the confidence that a head coach should instill during those timeouts. <laughs> yeah? No. What I mean, you what again, you are like what, I said, everybody wants to give a pass to Rick Barnes and everybody wants I, to see past. No, the everybody does This isn't about giving Rick Barnes a this isn't about giving Rick Barnes. He's gonna teach him to change their tire. He's going to help them change their oil. He's going to do everything he can off of the floor. And so everybody Nobody, wants to look past. That still doesn't matter. None of that matters. Nobody's giving Rick Barnes a pass, Zach. But again, I think, we I don't think know who's in the are. huddle. Uh, okay, no. let me ask you this. Every coach in college basketball is available. Who do you want coaching the University of Tennessee's men's basketball team? So I, I, I had that conversation with Casey Patrick, our esteemed colleague in, in Cheatham County. That's the sad part. I don't, I don't think there is a better option out there. I think you just have to live with what you got at this point, which is a coach that will do great things during the regular season, but when tournament time comes, when it all matters, when everything is on the line, he's going to fall short each and every time. That's the sad part is you have no one else that's really a better option out there. To be, I mean, I really I can't answer that no, to answer your question, no one. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he needs to be fired, but I think he needs to be held accountable for his shortcomings. But what it well, if you're going to hold him accountable for his shortcomings, and you also got to recognize the 27 wins and the first Southeastern Conference Tournament championship since 1979, and I recognize the regular season success, and I recognize him winning the SEC tournament for the first time since 1979. One thousand percent, I recognize that. But at the end of the day, all that matters is what you do in March. No one remembers the, No one's going to remember the twenty-seven wins in five years. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, they'll remember the SEC championship because you get to hang a banner for it. But no one. But when you see that banner, it's just gonna, it's just gonna have more anger to it because you're gonna say, "Damn, that was a good team that fell short once again under Rick Barnes." And this so, isn't so a here's, here's, problem at Tennessee. Here's what I'm getting from Zach is. In five years, we can't. We, we're not going to remember all the good things because 
it it's just it's just not there, right? So what we can do though is go back 25 years and look at Rick Barnes's career as a whole and say, well, he's just not good enough or whatever. But you can look at the past for one thing and not for the other, and that's that's fine. It, it's neither here nor there. I'm talking about Saturday night. And the fact is Listen, that Rick Barnes did not lose the basketball game for the University of Tennessee. The players were the ones who went 2 of 18 from 3. This is exactly after the Arkansas loss. This is exactly how we said on this show this season would end. We said on this show, Tennessee is going to lose in the tournament on a night where they can't get anything to fall. It's going to have nothing to do with coaching. And here's the thing. Jawan Howard didn't necessarily out-coach Rick Barnes, but what he did was make a great adjustment to go to a zone because the only way to get a team out of a zone is to it's do to what? Shoot out is of to it. shoot them out of it. And UT and couldn't, couldn't on Saturday. So what adjustment can you make as a coach? There's no adjustment to beating a zone other than Make shots. Yes, sir. Tennessee couldn't. Yes, there is. What? You can, yes, you don't have to shoot the three if you're in a zone, Chris. Like, you can go high post all day long. You can shoot the 15 footer. You don't, you don't necessarily have to shoot the long. Nobody's shooting the foot. Nobody is shooting the 15 footer in college basketball. Zero people. Nobody is shooting the mid range jumper in college basketball. There's plenty of people that shoot the mid range jumper in college basketball. There's plenty of people that shoot it at the next level. Okay, just because it's a lost art doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But listen, how did it get to be right, a lost art? Because the three ball became so prevalent, to everybody and, and everybody realized the three is worth more than two. And and you know what? Every coach in high school basketball is telling their kids every single day of the week, Zach. I, if you've ever been to a high school basketball practice, you've heard this. Get out from behind the three point line. Now, that ain't coaching. That's kids seeing that line, stepping up. Matter of fact, we talked about it at the Blue Cross Championships. You know why people don't shoot well at the Blue Cross Championships? Because they stand behind the blue three-point line, that's the college line, instead of the high school line, and it screws them up. Every kid wants to be behind that line. Wherever the line is. Wherever the line is. It's, it's not I mean, coaching, man. I mean, listen. I, 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 here's the thing. I think, I, think, I think blaming Rick because of his career – is easy. It's an easy narrative. Because it's true. I don't see how last year's team has anything to do with this year's team. I don't see how Kevin Durant t- and DJ Augustin have anything to do with this team either. Kevin Durant ain't won didn't, crap didn't anywhere except team. when he had Steph Curry. Kevin Durant ain't done nothing in his career. But it's Rick's fault. But it's Rick's You're fault. You're right. He hasn't done anything. You're right. He hasn't done anything. He ain't won a championship anywhere except for in San, in San Francisco. And that's because Listen, the he team put, he, he joined, the, the team he joined had already the, won the championship. He who, ain't who done won, nothing. Who got the finals MVP? He ain't done nothing. MVP? Who got the finals MVP? He's not done anything outside of San Francisco in his career. He's not won a championship anywhere else, but that's Rick Barnes. When put fault. on the platform to succeed, he was the best player on the court. When put on the platform to succeed, he was the best player on the court. And the best five Tennessee players were on the court Saturday night. But guess what? They didn't get it done. So, therefore, it's Rick Barnes' fault. Zach, it's always you, did a, you, fault. You, you did a great job <laughs> defending your, your point. I still think you're crazy. But I appreciate Listen. you at least putting yourself out there and trying to defend the point. And hopefully, there'll be, there's going to be a lot of people who agree with you, Zach. I mean, the, the facts are a lot of people agree with you, man. I mean, listen, you know, it is what it is. 
like I said, I think a lot of people just want to defend Rick for who he is off of the court. And, uh, you know, I think I just want you to know we're not doing that. We're not defending Rick Barnes because of who he is as a person. We are defending Rick Barnes because we feel like it's not all his fault. (laughs) Well, when it happens again next year, I guess we'll have the same conversation. Or we'll just replay this one. Zach Womble, Main Street Preps with us here on Main Street Sports today. We are going to go to a break. And when we come back, what are we talking about? Braves. We're talking about Braves. We're talking about the former and Atlanta it, Braves first baseman. It's, it, and it's, it will probably be just as contentious. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I'm already worked up now, so yeah. Freddie's about to get it. Let's go. <laughs> Take us to a break, JP. folks while we take a quick break from the show i want to tell you about our friends over at custom stone handlers in downtown columbia ed rich and his team at custom stone handlers believe in leadership and outside of the military our greatest leader building platform is sports custom stone handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game you can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. better way to start your mornings every weekday than with all the latest news from around Middle Tennessee with Big Joe Dubin. Join Big Joe and Justin each weekday at 7 a.m. for the most up-to-date news and more from around the entire mid-state. It's mornings on Main Street. Big Joe Dubin, 7 a.m. on all of our Main Street social media platforms. Back to a spirited <laughs> Mo and Chris, particularly Chris, the sundrop kid from Alabama, got his blood pressure up just in time to talk a little Freddie Freeman. You right over there? Yeah, you know, and, and this is not a good time to go into Freddie Freeman, but <laughs> it, it, the fact is that, look, Bob Nightingale's story over the weekend where he talked to Freddie Freeman and Freddie Freeman only for 
said story. Oh, and Freddie Freeman's dad. Well, oh, I'm sorry. The Freddie Freeman camp. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, not that Alex Anthopoulos would give Nightingale the time of day, but <laughs> he also, you know, nonetheless, uh, Freddie basically said he was just blindsided and gutted by this decision to trade for Matt Olson. He was, he was working out and, and got the notification on his phone from ESPN that he had been, or that Olson was headed to Atlanta and he called his dad and said, it's over. They've traded for Olson and I'm, I'm out. And so, you know, it's, it's Dodgers or busts basically. And look, Chipper told you not to play. Chipper told you. Everybody told him. Alex Anthopoulos has a job. Now, we is, read some of those quotes from the Buster Only piece. We did. That's on ESPN that is subscriber only. But um, there we, we were able to see some screenshots of what Chipper said so, with regards to that. So... That was on Friday. Nightingale's story dropped on Saturday, I think it was. Either Saturday or Sunday. I read I, it I'm yesterday. pretty sure it was Saturday. I think it dropped on Saturday. I saw it on Saturday. So, um, and But, Mo, tell me this. Mm-hmm. In, in what you read in the, in the Nightingale story that basically says F- Freddie had no idea that this was even a possibility, is... At what point does the blame shift from the Braves organization and Alex Anthopoulos not getting this deal done last year to Freddie Freeman making it impossible to get it done this offseason? For me? Yeah. It's already shifted. No, I'm saying when, when did it shift? When? At what point did it shift from Alex Anthopoulos' issues last year not getting it done before the season? It had shifted for me probably about – three days or so after the lockout ended just gotcha. because uh, I, I had kind of gotten to a midpoint. I, I was kind of Switzerland there right. pretty much in that, you know, if this doesn't happen, I'm cool with it. I just want to know who's accountable for it not happening. I realized that the Braves and Freddie Freeman probably should have gotten something done last offseason. But but I also feel like the Braves had a representative offer out there. I think they had a, a fair offer out there. I think the numbers were five years, 140. I think Freddie was stuck on a six-year. He was. I think the Braves weren't going to budge off that six-year. They didn't want him under contract, under that contract, going into his age 38 season. I can respect that. Because I don't, as I, we, I don't agree with it, but I respect that that's their opinion. But here's the thing. As we talked to Thomas Harding from MLB.com last Tuesday, he said that the Braves have a way of doing things. And I think that was right in line, not giving him a contract for his age 38 year. I think that's right in line with the way they're going to approach things, with the way they have approached things. And, you know... Five years, 140. What's that, 28 a year? It is, which is more than... More than he got. Which was, what, 27.5 mm-hmm. or something? 27.7. So, you know, so I had kind of started to shift in that direction that I, I want to see what they offered, 
and what he gets wherever he winds up. And again, in the Buster Olney article, when, when we find out that Freddie's representation threw an ultimatum on the table, either yeah. 6175 uh, what, six one seventy five or 5165 and take one of them within an hour. And one, double A isn't going to work that way. Right. Ultimatums, that's, that's the worst thing you could do. Uh, yeah. But two, for Freddie to then come back and act like he had no knowledge of any of this going down. <laughs> right. Because, again, as I said on Friday when we talked about this, the agent works for you. So you and your he ain't agent, fired him yet. So you and your agent need to get on the same page with regards to this. I mean, it's Chipper told him, "Don't, don't, don't play with this because you're going to get burned." And for him to make it seem like he had no knowledge, somebody knew something. So for me, I I, I feel like the six years should not have been that big of an issue. Now. 175 is crazy. And and it probably shouldn't have been an issue with the DH. Exactly. It probably shouldn't have been, but if it goes back to what Chipper said, if he wanted to be an Atlanta Brave, he'd be an Atlanta Brave. Exactly. If he wanted to be a Brave, he would have taken the five years. He would have done exactly. There there would have been some sort of meeting point, Mm -hmm. but there was never going to be a meeting point because they were stuck on six years. And that's fine. Good for you, Freddie. You got your six year. And you he got gets, it in LA. And he gets paid through two twenty forty. He's gonna get that Bobby Bonilla contract. And he's home. He's home. His family gets to watch him play where he's routinely been pretty bad over <laughs> the course of his career. He's never played well on the West Coast, at least not for us. Of course now he'll be a you know, sixty plus home run hitter or something. And that's fine. <laughs> But neither here nor there. I, you know, I'm still not upset with Freddie. I'm not upset with Alex Anthopoulos. I'm just I'm I'm certainly not upset with Alex Anthopoulos, especially with what he's done in the aftermath. I am a little disappointed in the stance. I agree that Freddie Freeman has taken and and that he's put forth because he has tried to scapegoat the Braves front office in some way, shape, or form on this, where if he really wants to blame somebody, he probably needs to look at his representation. And I think that's that's got to be the key there. So, All right. Let's, uh, let's take some halftime break here, and we'll be back with the second half after halftime. So you guys stick around here on Main Street Sports today. We'll be back. After this... 